I am Camille Johnson, and this is Finding the Floor. Stories and reflections of midlife motherhood, family, and finding meaning in it all. Join me as I share a little piece of my life and figure out what I want to be when I grow up. Hey friends, welcome to Finding the Floor. This is episode 142, and today I thought I'd reflect a little bit on things I learned from being a sub. I think it's some things that you don't really think about, because who thinks about substitute teachers? Only people who have been substitute teachers, and teachers probably. Okay, I take that back, but As a student, your subs are like fresh meat, right? (laughs) Or you're grateful for a chill sub. So today I just thought I would reflect a little bit about that. But first, you guys, wow, we are in June. What the heck? Made it through May. However, I still feel like my craziness is just going to keep going for another probably half of the month until my son leaves officially for the MTC. So we have about 10 days or so when this comes out until he starts the home MTC. He's then here for about a week, a little over a week, and then he flies out. We're getting so much closer. We're getting all the things we need to, but upcoming, this is like the week of everything (laughs) okay maybe not the week of everything but I specifically scheduled my oldest son who has to take classes this spring and summer semesters to come home for a week and we have tried to pile as much as we can together as a family getting ready for Simeon's mission in this next week we have like the Columbus Ohio Temple rededication then a short trip and then We are going through the temple, and then we have this grad party, and then his farewell. Then my son gets set apart, and then my husband leaves for a conference in London. So yeah, we're just almost there, but it's still a lot. (laughs) So next week, there's not going to be a new podcast. Luckily, I have 142, if you're not already caught up. Just go back and listen to one that you haven't listened to yet. Because sometimes if I keep on getting them out, then you don't have time to catch up. Not that you're ever really behind, because how can you really be behind? You just can take them as they come. So just as also a heads up, I will not have a new episode next week due to all of this. And we'll be back the following week to tell you about all the things. So no episode on the 9th but then we'll have one coming up the following week. And then I'll probably need to cry a little bit. (laughs) I don't know if I'm ready. I was so much more ready when my oldest was going because he left so much later. Like I had the whole summer to be ready. And I feel like it's just so fast. Ah. You guys can say some extra prayers for me. 
Okay. And I'm also tackling a few of the piles. Some things are like getting done. So luckily we don't have to totally get behind on our like wash. The washing machine's still working great, which is great. I finished wallpapering our bathroom. So that's good. I have maybe a few little small pieces that I have to kind of finish up. And then there's just a couple more things that need to be done in there. So we're almost done with the half bath remodel that was supposed to take like three weeks. And now I think we're into month three of that. (laughs) So that's getting closer. But then today, you guys, my ice maker stopped working in my fridge. And if you remember how much I love ice, I love ice. You think I would have like a lot of backup like ice cube trays, which I think I need to just go and grab in case this happens because this happens every once in a while because of the way like the wires are connected at the very bottom of our fridge by where the door opens and it just kind of slowly gets loose. And luckily my husband can fix it. But when you're out of ice, ah, I mean, it's not like I can't go buy ice. So it's not like the washer situation. I can go buy ice and I can make ice, but I just love ice. But why does this stuff have to happen in the midst of like all the busyness? I don't know. It's like those little extra tests for you. (laughs) How are you going to handle it if you can't have ice when it's hot and summer is upon you? It's actually really nice here in Cleveland. We had a very slow spring And so it's just like, can we finally just be warm for like real, like stay warm? All of us are just like, is it warm? Can I put my coats away? So it's been really nice. So ice is really important. (sighs) Okay, to the topic of the day, which is things I learned as my time being a sub. So I started my substitute teaching at the beginning of March So I mostly just did about one quarter's worth of the school year. So if the school year has four quarters, I was involved in just one of them. (laughs) And it's amazing how much you can learn in just one quarter of being a sub. And I really only worked about two to two and a half days a week. I worked a lot of half days. I really liked those. Those were kind of like my favorite. It's like the sweet spot. So I do either more of those or then I try to do at least one full day a week. But yeah, lots of half days. So I just like those. But it's funny when you do a whole day, you really do get a big break. You know, you have your lunch break. So I feel it sort of kind of evens out. I did have a few half days like at the elementary school that also included a lunch. So that was like my four hours were really three, but I still got paid for four. So that was kind of nice too. Okay. So there are a handful of things that I learned and I'm not really going to number them. I'm just going to share them with you because it's just kind of interesting for me to think about this and hopefully it will be for you too. Okay. First of all, I think the biggest thing I learned is what age group that I prefer subbing for. Obviously, I had my kindergarten debacle and I learned pretty quickly as I also had a couple assignments in the elementary school. That was not my favorite. I wasn't quite as confident in my class management and you definitely need someone who's like, 
uh, super strong in class management because I feel like the lower grades, especially the younger kids, they can get out of control quickly. So I felt like, okay, I felt better either in the middle school or high school. And definitely, I would say I liked being in the high school. And that makes sense because I did my undergraduate studies in secondary education and history. So kind of like what I had been planning on doing with. And even though I feel like most students kind of see the substitute as red meat and, you know, ready to get get you somehow, I feel like for the younger kids, it's like a real challenge. <laughs> How can we make this sub cry? No, I'm just kidding. I don't think they're actually thinking that, but it's just the nature of challenging authority and trying to figure out how I will respond and how much you can get away with. So that was always helpful. And I just got better at being more defined in, okay, I'm not going to take those assignments. I just feel better in the upper grades. So that was really good. The next thing I learned was to always have a backup plan. So I just kind of had a little folder or if I knew what classes I would be in, I would just kind of have some ideas either just even in my head if something went wrong or I'd have a couple books that we could get out and read. Even I noticed I would bring some like Piggy and Gerald books by Mo Willems and I was like, oh, we can use these all as life lessons book. So we could even do an exercise of like you read a book and share about it and what's your life lesson? Like something really simple and I could do with, you know, really any class. So that would just help me feel a lot less anxious because it, it is just a difficult thing to get used to coming into a class and you just don't really know what you're getting yourself into. So as long as I had some sort of backup plan, if things went awry, that would be helpful. And going on to this, like I also learned just to be really a lot more flexible and work through my fears so there were a handful of times that like my assignment that I signed up for would get switched because of where they needed me. And I would be like all mentally prepared for this one particular class and then get thrown in a different direction. And it used to bother me at the beginning. And I just be like, oh my gosh, how am I supposed to do this? But I got better at just managing that and like, okay, just I'll be fine. I'll figure it out. And I usually always did. So that actually really help me just learn to face my fears regularly every day. <laughs> the other thing I learned is that you can always ask for help and or call security if needed <laughs> or the principal. Like I noticed, especially in the middle school that I tended, I think I did that three different times and then asked for help quite a bit. Even just like little things like where's the bathroom because usually you'll be sent to part of the building, which maybe I don't know as well. And then I'd have to get to know where I need to go, even just to go to the bathroom or to find the teacher's lounge or something like that. So can always ask for help. Usually everyone's pretty nice. Um, I used to also at the beginning, like really agonize over what assignments to take since I didn't know any of the teachers really. I mean, I know a few teachers that my kids had, but... There were just so many options and sometimes I would like email a teacher first before I tried to like decide to take an assignment, but they don't really have time to get back to you right away. And then an assignment that I thought I could probably take then gets 
taken by someone else. So I started just being brave and I was like, I'm just going to try it out. Teachers don't always have time to email me back. Even if I take an assignment and they, I would try to send an email so I had a sense of the class and what was going on. I just got better at dealing with whatever came up. And also, obviously, I got better at deciding, well, if I have to choose with an assignment and I don't know where I'm going, it's better to be at the high school than anywhere else. And so that's kind of what my backup plan was in general, if you know, however many times I would want to work that week. And I would just challenge myself to be brave. And usually it would work out. Even if it didn't work out and I had a kind of rough day or it wasn't my favorite, it'd still be okay. I learned to use my, uh, I want to say authority voice a little better, kind of found my footing um, as I was in the classroom more and also understood more of the school rules and what was expected. And then I also used notice that when I, I wouldn't need to use that voice and mostly in like the high school, like the kids are usually pretty good if they have their assignment and I would try to just make sure I was willing to help them out, but that I would show my confidence and have my spine up and straight <laughs> and just show in some ways that kind of authority. Like here I am, I'm your teacher. I pretty much may or may not know what's going on, but I'm here to help and we're going to keep this classroom safe. So the other thing I also learned is that I really love helping out in math classes. Usually in math classes, there's an assignment for the students to do. So that was one thing I could pretty much count on either on their Chromebooks or they would have a worksheet to work on. And then I could just help them out. So that was super helpful. I remember one class period I was at and I just... Or if they didn't have their Chromebooks, then there was also a worksheet. And then I just started the, doing the worksheet myself and I would walk around and see if anyone needed help. And it was just a better way to interact with the students. It was much better than just like sitting back and not doing anything. And that sort of brings me to my next point is like, it was so much better when the teachers had assignments that I could sort of work with the students with. Because that feels like... I would have a plan or like an offense and I wasn't just on the defense the whole time. So a lot of times you come in and you have an assignment and you're just supposed to like sit there and hope the kids do it. And depending on the level, I'm kind of like walking around the class, monitoring people and what they're doing. And that kind of subbing feels like a lot of defense. And I'm just like trying to make sure no one gets out of line and staying quiet and that can be, it's just not quite as fun. And I don't know if it really is the word is fun, but it's just a lot harder, I think, because you don't know what the students are going to be up to. Whereas if you have an assignment and a plan and a way to keep people engaged that you're working with, with a teacher, it just helps. Like I can go around and help people and we can work together as a class, like all those things I can do when there is something we can work together with. I also really liked it when a teacher had like an assignment plus extra credit worksheets so that sometimes students would get done really quickly and be like, oh, hey, do you want to earn some extra credit? Here's like three or four assignments you can do so I could keep them busy if they wanted to work. Again, at the high school, they were pretty easy. Like they would get their work done a lot of times and then just like be quiet on their phones or just kind of chat with their friends, but usually wasn't too disturbing. 
I also found out a lot about a teacher just by like covering for their class. So I found out really quickly which teachers had very good class management. Usually those classes were really mellow and the kids would just get their work done. The kids would just know they would be held accountable for their assignments and they would just do their work. On the other hand, it seemed like there were other teachers who could tell they were struggling with their class management and then the kids would come in and they would struggle even just listening to me or doing their work. Sometimes I'd call security, like all those things which would make not so fun a day. I'd also usually get some gossip about whether they liked their teacher or they didn't like their teacher. Probably really none of my concern, but I would sort of get some extra comments like that. I guess I always felt like there were so many things that the teachers kind of forget that you need to know when you go into a classroom. All these little like policies and procedures that they just are like, oh yeah, only one person goes to the bathroom at a time or one girl and one boy at a time. And then I'll get all these types of questions throughout the class period, especially if they're just working independently of like, hey, can I go to the nurse? I don't even know. Can you go to the nurse just like any old time? I, my, I usually would say yes and give them a hall pass. They can go to the nurse. Like, can they go to their locker? Is that okay? The middle school, most of them weren't supposed to be on their phone, but am I supposed to make a big deal about them being on their phones? And like, can you go grab something on my locker or can I get my backpack? I need to go check with a teacher about this. Like all these things, I'm like, I honestly don't know. <laughs> so my plan was to be like, okay, one person could leave at a time, even if they were had another plan in place that would just help me feel better because I just felt like in general kids would try to take advantage of subs no matter what and I would just assume that that's what they were trying to do even though there are a few helpful kids which there always were but most of them would just probably were seeing how much they could take advantage of me and that was another lesson you could learn was that the kids will try to push their boundaries especially with the sub and I was just always unsure of who I could trust, which is kind of crazy <laughs> if you think about it, if you go into a job like this. Gee, I wonder why there's a sub shortage. <laughs> okay, overall, I think I definitely got brave, like braver, is that a word? More brave. I got more defined in being willing to like say no to certain assignments and only accept certain assignments. And I think that helped me as well. But lastly, the one thing that I thought was just really cool, I just loved seeing how things worked out throughout the day and kind of just seeing how the Lord was involved in directing my day. And maybe because beforehand my days were very similar, it wasn't quite as obvious, but like some weeks I would look for an assignment and it would seem like there's nothing I really want to take. And then the next day at last minute, there was an assignment that I was totally fine with taking and I could feel more comfortable in that assignment. Or I get, like I've told in a couple podcasts before, how I'd, you know, kind of be brave and decide to take a certain assignment at the high school, but then they'd need to switch me. And it would be even easier, like wherever they switch me. So I just kind of liked watching the Lord 
just kind of him direct my paths in some ways through this process. And there were some things I found out that were so helpful to my family navigating um, this next school year that has benefited my youngest daughter. And all of those things, I'm like, oh my gosh, I ran into this particular teacher because I was subbing and I found out more about this situation. And then I ran into another teacher and found out more about this type of thing. It just all was cool to see that all work together. I just really thought that was cool that some days or nights I would just pray there would be an assignment that would work for me and it would kind of come up the next day. It was just really cool. And the other thing that I noticed that as I got more and more comfortable is that my recovery time after maybe a more difficult day, probably mostly in the middle school or an assignment in the elementary schools, but I would just be fine. I'd come home and be able to kind of continue on and do what needs to be done for the rest of the day. I know earlier, like when I first started, I'd just be like done for the day if it was like a hard day. <laughs> I'd just be like, I just want to watch Tangled. <laughs> oh. And then I will always be grateful for this uh, set of advice I got from this kind of like veteran sub that I was with. It was like my first assignment at the high school. And she said to me, look, you're just here to make sure the kids don't get out of control. You're not going to change their life in a day. And the office doesn't want you sending all these kids to them. So you, really your job is to make sure they just stay quiet and like not lose control. So don't worry about whether or not they're doing their assignment. That is between them and their teacher. You can make sure that they can be quiet. That's what you can do. And the other thing is she's like, and start taking attendance 10 minutes or so after class has started because you get to know like what students are quiet, what students are a little more talkative, and you can then get to know all their names and then have your ear on some of the kids who you may need to help be a little more quiet. So I was grateful for that advice because I wasn't worried about changing people's lives. But in some ways, I feel like it little by little has helped become more and more brave and courageous, which is kind of cool. And it just happens little bits at a time. So that's about it. Overall, I think um, I'm trying to decide if I'm going to go back Again, in the fall, it kind of depends I, if I get this other job that I am put my resume in for, but I just think that was just a really interesting and great learning experience for me. And I had always, at the end of the day, just some great stories. I'll have to say that. And I'll have to say to all you substitute teachers out there, thank you for all that you do because it's not an easy position to just come in and pick up a class and try to get to know people's names really fast or not even know people's names as people are out of control, but just to come in and make sure a class runs so a teacher can either be sick or head to an appointment. I don't know what they do without all of us. So I've never been so grateful for a sub now that I've been one. And isn't that so true? It's kind of like what it was when I became a mom I was like, mom, I'm so grateful for you. I'm sorry for everything I did. 
that's just kind of how it goes. You're understanding as you become more familiar with someone else's life. Okay, you guys, have a great week. And again, next week, I will not be recording. So if you miss me so much, there's a lot you can listen or you just wait till the following week. So next week, no new podcast for the following week. I'll be back. All right. Okay. Talk to you later. See ya. Bye. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you have any questions, come by findingthefloor.com where I will have show notes and links for anything I've mentioned today. Special thanks to Seth Johnson for creating and performing the theme music. Come back next week and thanks for listening. 